Good morning. Welcome again to Morning Devotions. Thank you again so much for our time together. When I was a very young pastor, just, just beginning, my grandfather, who was a wise old pastor, sat me down and he said, Now, Davy, you're going to have to understand that more preachers are destroyed by gossip than by truth. So he said, It's not just relevant how you live. It's relevant how you are perceived to be living. Let me say that again. It's not just relevant how you live your life. It's relevant how you are perceived to be living. What do people see and what gossip do you give people the authority to speak? Now have you ever noticed how many preachers around the world are destroyed? And oftentimes it has nothing to do with truth. But the lies get out there so strong and then people begin to say, well, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Well, you know, sometimes where there's smoke, there's no smoke. There's just somebody with a big mouth. Now let me show you what Paul says. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1. This is the third time I'm coming to you. Every charge must be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. Now, from Genesis to Revelation, God has said that. You do not receive an accusation or charge except by two or three witnesses. And Paul takes it a step farther. He said, you can't, you can't bring a charge against a, a pastor, one of the fivefold ministry, unless it's validated by two or three witnesses. Now, brothers and sisters, do you want to stop a lot of this flourishing gossip in the Christian world today that, that destroys reputations and, and worse, destroys the ability of people to minister? Then you just say, do you have evidence of that? Are there two or three witnesses? Now, sometimes as a pastor, let me look at it from the other side. Sometimes as a pastor, you just have to park and live your way through it. Do you remember Paul and Barnabas when they were on their first world evangelistic tour and they were up in the plateau of Galatia? And they were taken out and first they tried to poison people's minds against the message. But when they couldn't stop the message, then they began to, quote, poison the minds of the people against Paul and Barnabas. So what did Paul do? Did he leave because people's minds were poisoned against him? I mean, if you can't destroy the message, destroy the messenger. No, Paul simply stayed there, quote, a long time. Now, pastors, if people are gossiping about you and they're embarrassing you and it's, it's all a bunch of lies, don't move. Don't go away because you're insulted and your feelings are hurt. Do like Paul. Park your life there. Stay a long time. Eventually, the poison works its way out of people's minds and people see truth.